Welcome to Machine Learning, Bible Imagery. Sacrifice for something of great value. Judges 11, 30. And Jephthah vowed a vow unto the Lord and said, If thou shalt without fail deliver the children of Ammon into my hands, then shall it be that whatsoever cometh forth of the doors of my house to meet me, when I return in peace from the children of Ammon, shall surely be the Lord's, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. When Jephthah vowed to the Lord to sacrifice the first person he saw when arriving home, it seemed an impossible promise. The sacrifice of his only daughter seemed cruel. Heavenly Father's sacrifice of his only beloved son seemed like an impossible promise. Jephthah could have asked the Lord what the outcome of the war with the Ammonites would be and asked for strength to go against them. When the Spirit of the Lord was on him, his army slayed 42,000 Ephraimites. It seems like Jephthah was impatient with the Lord, and he struck a deal to win in favor. The cost was to sacrifice someone he loved. His daughter asked for two months, and she felt it fair payment for the victory over their long-term enemy, the Ammonites. Likewise, Heavenly Father's victory over Satan um, required, required the sacrifice of his son. It seems Jephthah did not need to vow or pay because the Lord had favored him many times with victories over the Ammonites who he destroyed. Likewise, it seems Jesus did not have to pay for our sins because he was perfect and strong. Jesus was the greatest of all Heavenly Father's children. Jesus was the great sacrifice. of the plan of salvation. However, we should keep our promises with God even if it is a sacrifice. We must believe that God has a plan for us. Our sacrifice might be small or great. We won't know until we are called upon to obey. Some individuals are asked to serve in leadership positions for a good portion of their lives. Others are asked to serve their country and die in battle. They give their lives to be remembered by the family and a grateful nation. There never has been a time when the cost of freedom did not have the price and blood of men who sacrificed their lives in their causes. The Ammonites had been at war with Israel for many years, but God did not allow for the Israelites to defeat them. Jephthah, an Israelite judge, defeated the Ammonites. Jephthah's father had died while the two nations were at war. Jephthah was a great warrior, and Israel promised him the rank of captain. Jephthah felt he needed to pay a high price for victory, so Jephthah vowed to the Lord that if Israel defeated the Ammonites, he would offer as a sacrifice the first person who came out of his home when he returned to it. Jephthah's vow to the Lord turned out to be his daughter, his only child. And she said unto him, Father, if thou had opened thy mouth unto the Lord, do to me according to that which hath been proceeded out of thy mouth. For as much as the Lord hath taken vengeance for thee of thy enemies, even the children of Ammon. The daughter was equally valiant. She acknowledged her role in the success of her nation. Her sacrifice will not go unrecognized. The Lord is powerful. He can bring vengeance upon on the wicked, rebellious armies that fight against his people. 
the Lord judges whom he brings his vengeance upon, and for what cause. God is so just that we can know his responses, and reasons will be fair and just. God's vengeance can arrive suddenly and swiftly. He can leave the wicked surprised at his swift swiftness. Christ made the greatest sacrifice, giving himself freely to save all mankind. Similar to how Jephthah's daughter gave her life as payment to save her nation. The sacrifice was necessary to meet demands of justice. Christ gave himself as a ransom to pay the demands of justice. Christ's sacrifice was central, infinite, and eternal. Christ suffered incomprehensible suffering for every living thing, past, present, and future. Jesus was sinless, and he was both qualified and capable of paying for the sins of all mankind. As a result of being capable of paying for sins, he could ransom man from hell. The sacrifice of Jesus was part of the plan of salvation. We offer Christ a broken heart and a contrite spirit. In other words, we humble ourselves and submit our will to his and trust him. We can trust God that his outcomes will be beneficial. Peace is a gift from God. Jesus can comfort us and bring peace to our hearts. We can feel the uh, feeling of safety and well-being. By sacrificing our will to God, we can imitate, in part, Jesus' sacrifice and follow his example of obeying the will of his Father. We can feel the Spirit of God. We can love and serve others. The Mormon pioneers sacrificed greatly to walk from Missouri to Utah. The feat was amazingly difficult across numerous states and territories, covering over a thousand miles in various weather conditions. When we know something is of great value, we are willing to sacrifice to achieve it. As we humbly submit our will to God, we gain valuable inspiration to help us achieve our dreams. We are capable of making the necessary sacrifices. We can sacrifice to help the poor and the needy. We can lift a helping hand in service in a crisis. As I approached, he smiled, called my name, stretched forth my hands towards me. If I live to be a million years, I shall never forget the smile. He put his arms around me and kissed me as he took me into his bosom, and he blessed me until my whole being was thrilled. As he finished, I fell at his feet and saw the marks of the nails as I kissed them with deep joy swelling within my whole being. I felt I was in heaven indeed. The feeling that came to my heart was, oh, if I could live wordily, Though it would be required fourscore years, so in the end, when I'm finished, I can go into his presence and receive that feeling that I had in his presence. I would give everything that I am or hope to be. Marvin J. Ballard, Crusade for Righteousness, LDS, um, Salt Lake City, Bookcraft, 1966, page 65 and 66.